right, folks, welcome back. Good to have you with us here on the Mark Steiner Show. I'm here with Kay and the Doug. I think I'm starting a new radio show. Kay and the Doug. <laughs> Milton Duggar and Kay Whitehead. Kay Whitehead, of course, has been co-hosting and hosting the show and been my guest here for many, many, many moons now since we got to WEAA and has been a partner and friend. Good to have you in the house. I am so happy to be here with you. And I think that uh, Milton Duggar and I go back more years than most people have had lives. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's nice to say. It is nice to oh, say. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you all, 410-319-8888. we hit these phones here in just 30 seconds or a minute. And uh, Doug, I'm glad you're in the house, man. Oh, we're glad to be here, man. You know, we, we couldn't let you you go with, like, touching your toe. <laughs> <laughs> here we are. Old school Dugger. Old school. <laughs> touching the, I don't even know what that means, touching the toe. Don't even know what that means. <laughs> 410-319-8888. Let's, shall we hit the phones? Hit Let's hit the phones. People want to talk to you. Louise, you're on the air. Welcome. I believe I'm the first one. <laughs> uh, um, I, I just wanted, I just called because I wanted to thank you for everything and, and let you know how much um, that I'm, I'm very, very sorry that your show is going to end. And I just wanted to say that, you know, Dr. Wilson was at the the hearing on uh, about the mandatory minimum sentencing, All right. supporting it, and I think this, you know, the ending of your show, coupled with think, you know, coupled with that, really proves that Morgan is moving in the wrong direction, as far as I'm concerned. So I just, I'm just sorry that you're going, and I'm really have concerns about supporting Morgan when things like that just keep happening. Well, uh, let me just say, I, I, I appreciate your calls all this time here at, on WEA on the show and, and uh, the, the, the thoughtful comments you've always made. Uh, and, you know, I think that when we're not, we're going to have our weekly podcast. We're going to continue focusing on things like the mandatory minimum. We're going to be out there. This is not the way, as I've said over and over again, that we wanted to go out, but we are. So that's, it is what it is. And as the, as, as the Buddha said, you know, you can, you can control what comes at you. You can only control your response to it. Yes. And so, um, uh, and I, you know, I think that these issues like mandatory minimum are critically important to the future of our community. Uh, and we're going to continue that, uh, those conversations in the community with new partners uh, on our podcasts and more and building the Center for Emerging Media as a place for people to come in and have their voices heard. So we're not we're not we're not done by a long shot. Um, and I appreciate your 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 thoughts. Um, let's get in the call here and see what our and, and my two friends here can chime in anytime they want. 410-319-8888. Hank, you're on the air. How are you doing today, young man? I'm well. How are you, Hank? <laughs> I am blessed. You know what? What's that? I'm not only I'm not only blessed. I am I am remiss that you are leaving, but because you are leaving, I understand that you have inspired me to start my own internet radio show. Yes, about wow. right? Because I mean, I figure since I'm already in the building, when they sell the house of cards, that I already do my own urban gods, right? Yes, you do. Why not? Why not maximize it to the best amount of potential and do something that Mark Steiner would do? So, thank you, young man, for inspiring me to go forth and do what I'm going to do. Brother, you've always been a... You, you, you care about the community a lot. 
Um, you know, yeah. and you you know, I mean, whether it's driving your Uber or your hack or whatever you're driving and, and the and the urban farm you created and taking care of your children the way you take care of your children, the man you are standing up for the community all the time, coming in here. I remember the day you came into this into the studio, uh, doing a fun drive and you had just been ripped off for a ton of money mm. and you put the last money in your pocket on the table here wow. to show your support for the show and to yeah. be here. Wow. That meant a lot. But I remember I'll always remember that. That's because of you, young man. That's how you inspired me. Wow. Right? This this knowledge that you give is not given freely by anyone else, right? They're taking you. They're taking the city paper. They're taking someone else mm. that stands up and champions the, the, the true word for the small man. Or if, if, if there's no person like you to tell us, What's truly going on? We're being told what we want, what they want to hear, and that's why I respect you. That's why I wish you never had to go off. Well, Hank, we will stay in, we will stay in touch. You've got my numbers. I've got your numbers, and uh, yes, I happen to be on your internet radio show and yeah. come check out what's going on on Greenmont Avenue. And uh, we'll, we will stay in touch, brother. Thank you so much. And when I need a hack, I'm gonna call you. Absolutely, definitely, young man. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you, Hank. Hank is a real community citizen. He's a little confused. He kept calling you young man. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Doug? Oh. <laughs> yeah. You're a little more than young. But he had one thing Seasoned. dead on. Seasoned. Seasoned. That Seasoned. You have inspired people. Like yes, that is indeed. dead on. Inspired him to do a show, inspired just hundreds of thousands around the city. So I know people want to call and talk to you That's one great. more time. Let's, let's do that again. 410-319-8888. And let's go to Rush. You're on the air. Welcome. Uh, greetings, Mark. You and Dr. Whitehead. Hello. Rush, how are you? Great, great. Mark, uh, today takes me back to the very first time I talked to you. You were over at the JHU. And wow. uh, <laughs> I'll never forget it because it was a Veterans Day. Okay. It was the Veterans Day that you, uh, shall we say, struggled to read the letter from Sullivan mm. Blue to his wife just prior to the Battle of Manassas, which he got killed, second Manassas. Oh, right. And I never heard a man in public media come so hard to start. There's got to be more to this guy. <laughs> and I started listening. I called that very day, and we've been calling ever since. But what, what I want to leave with is how some things come full circle to encourage you to know that you're not full circle yet. Because on that day, we talked about China, the rise of China, and the effect that American subsidies of farmers was having on the people in Chad and Logos in terms of their bringing their cotton and their rights to market uh, below, wow. uh, allowed them to do it below price, and how it was killing the Chadians and Logos. Twenty years later, if you fast forward, that situation resolved itself without any American help because China went to Africa, and now we get Chad's cotton, Logos rice to China. We get cotton coming back to us from a place called Walmart. Full circle. <laughs> So, Mark, all the best to you, my friend. Thank you. You've done yeoman service for this community over the years, and uh, I'm just happy that you're going to be growing and moving on. You're growing, brother, so just keep on. Thank you, Russ. Thank you. Appreciate that a lot, and and uh, I remember those conversations back then uh, at WJHU, uh, low these many years ago, twenty odd years ago. And you know, I I just want to say, folks, if you if you let us do stay in touch with all this. I mean, it's very easy. You just got to to go to our uh, Facebook page, the Mark Steiner Show, mm-hmm. and just sign on, on like 
page there so you get uh, all of our uh, information, our podcast coming up. You can also go to steinershow.org, which is our uh, website, and you can sign up for your email there uh, f- and be on our email blast so you can continue following what we're doing and get our podcast. And, you know, so keep joining in because we, you know, we may not be able to get a call-in show, but we can still hear what you've got to say. Yes. Uh, and we'll keep that dialogue alive and going so that, you know, that is one way we will do it. 410-319-8888. Let's go back to the phones here. And uh, Anthony, you're on the air. Welcome. Yes, hi. Morning. Good Mark. How are you doing? And, uh, Very well. Just say, I'm surprised, though. I'm sure someone has said it, but I'd like to bestow and confer upon you, Dean of Radio, from all of your previous experiences, certainly you deserve that Title Nine. So I would like to, you know, basically ensure that that go on. If I have to refer to you, I'll call you. Thank you. Uh, you are very authentic in your in your truest way that you can absolutely be. But I'd just like to just add, as uh, a graduate and an alumni of uh, Morgan from the class of '82, I'm seeking to get tickets for um, the Gala 150, and to my surprise, all of the big corporate uh, sponsors downtown just block purchase all the tickets and. Uh, and regular graduates can't get in uh, to get a seat. So what I'm saying, I'm saying all this to say there's a serious corporate move on the assets at Morgan, and people are going to probably get shut out. I certainly don't want to be, but can you comment on that? Oof, I, um, <clears throat> oh, what can I say? Doug, what do you want to say about that? I'll let you talk about that. <laughs> did, you, did you go? You didn't graduate from Morgan, did no, you? No, no. No, no. Where'd you go? I'm a Towson. In Towson. You went to Towson. That's right. That's right. Pioneering young black man at Towson. The one in the graduating class. The one. Of well, I mean, I think that look, there, there, there's a, there's a danger here. I think that um, the the those kind of corporate interests are kind of taking over many aspects of our life, and I think that's a danger not just at Morgan, but all kinds of uh, many other places as well. Mm-hmm. You got to have a balance. I mean, we've when you take away all the kind of public funding from our universities and schools and institutions like public radio, it throws them to the vagary of the marketplace. And they also have no choice almost if they want to keep alive to do what they're doing. So that's part of the problem we're facing, I think, is how to create the public, recreate the public in public radio, recreate the public in our public universities, and put the investments in where they belong. I was, you know, with a young woman who's making a film here from France, and she's one of the young people I've been talking to a lot over the few years, uh, a young woman named Sabrina Brewer, who's from Paris, and she's doing a movie on on Freddie Gray. Mm -hmm. And so I've talked to her a lot about her film. And uh, she told me that, she said, well, you know, in France, university education is free. Mm. Just write a 400-page PhD wow. thesis. 400 page. Wow. Have, every every PhD student has to write 400 pages in France to get their PhD. But she's but she's saying, but there it's free. They don't walk away with debt. So if you want to study art, film, wow. medicine, law, philosophy, whatever it is, um, computer work, the technology, whatever it is, it costs nothing. So they invest in their future. Which and is something that we need to look at doing over here. Right. This idea of investing in our future. The 400-page PhD thesis sounds about right. I think mine was like 415. <laughs> it sounds about right. But the difference is she walked away debt-free. Right. I, on the other hand, did not. Right. So I am working into a hole to pay for my education. But what a world would it be? I think your call hit on the nose. There's something happening with the corporate seizure of public education, also public spaces as well. Right. I think that's that. that we have to continue that fight and conversation. Yep. Four is, Everything for sale in America? 
I'm starting to think it is. I'm starting to think it is. Except for the Mark Steiner show, oh. because we are doing real radio <laughs> and being live on the air. No, I've always had a problem. If I had been for sale, you know, we could be living somewhere in a nice big giant house. I just, I just have to bring it back around to the truth, back to the Mark Steiner show, because that's what we're lifting up today. Uh, 410-319-8888 uh, is now we're going to take these in order that came in. Willie Flowers, you're on the air. Welcome. Okay. Hey, Mark. Willie, how you doing, man? What's going on? How are you? Hey, uh, I wanted to check in, man. I'm sorry to, um, that you're leaving the show, but uh, you've done the work. I want to uh, thank you for, for you, you embracing what we do over here in Park Heights. Uh, from the day that we met, probably before we met, uh, with our connection through Karen Evan. Right. Um, I just watched you do beautiful stuff. Um, and you know, you you embraced our work. Uh, you made it make sense to people that we didn't know. I mean, I still meet people who have never met me, and they say, "I heard you on Mark Steiner like it was yesterday." You know, we don't do the show every day <laughs> but, <laughs> because of uh, the way you articulate what we do. You know, you um, you've been here, you've done our race. I mean, you you know, your your background is such that you're a community organizer, so you kind of embrace what we do to try to empower people as opposed to, you, you know, us doing the work for folks. So, I, um, I you know, I, I think that it's unfortunate that you're leaving considering that radio is still a good place to get people who can't afford, you know, to have the computer up all day. Right, um, right. But I hope you can expand that. If anybody can, you can. I mm-hmm. mean, I can, um, you know, express my appreciation for what you do. As most people know, I'm not from Baltimore, and when people embrace uh, the outsider in Baltimore, that's a big deal. You and Valerie have done both uh, that for us, and your team is great. So, man, I, we're going to miss you on the air. Appreciate it, Willie. And, but let me just say, on the, uh, since you're here, is congratulations on uh, being elected as president of the Howard County NAACP. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. All right. Well, right. take it easy, man. I'll, I'll be on the podcast. See you on the podcast. Yes, you will. We'll see you in Park Heights. Now you have a, you have a Facebook podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thanks for calling in, man. All right. All right. Take care. <laughs> a face built for radio. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only you. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> All right, who's next up on line here? Let's see. Let's go to 410-309-8888. I think we're going to line six now, right? Is that James on the east side? James, you're on the air. Welcome. Uh, good morning, Mark. How's it going? Very well, James. Uh, Mark, I want to thank you for sharing your knowledge and wisdom with me. I retired uh, three years ago, and I started listening to the Mark Steiner Show, the first time I've ever called in on a radio station. So you've been very enlightening and very helpful, and... You got me in a lot of wars with people, politically, <laughs> but I, I appreciate it. But I'm lucky mm-hmm. enough to still have the archives, so I'll still be listening to the Mark Steiner Show. Amen. Okay. Then you can, and you can hear us all the time at SteinerShow.org. Everything we've ever done will be there. Our new shows will be there. Our new podcasts will be there. Uh, we got some we couldn't get on the air this week that I'm just dying to do to get, to, to get out there. So we're going to be doing that. We're going to be exploring this uh, one lovely family, uh, a very powerful artistic family in our community that, that from three generations. We want to have them on the air before we left. We can't, but we're going to have them on the air. Uh, Lawrence Burney and his mother, Vicky, and the father, Curtis, who used to play with Dr. 
Clinton. Bow. So, uh, and the Funkadelics. We'll be following yes. you, Mark. So, yes. And uh, like I said, uh, thanks a lot for everything you've done for the city of Baltimore. And if I'd have known, I'd have listened to you a long time ago before I retired. But mm. it's been very enlightening and helpful to me and my friends. Thanks a lot again. Thank you Take so much, care. James. All right. Yes. Man, George Clinton is what I meant. Yes. We got the, so, yeah. So, I mean, we're going to be doing a bunch of different uh, we, we programs. Understood. We you, understood. We understood. You did? Yeah. 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 Hmm. They were there. Yeah. <laughs> be nice. I'm fragile. I told you that. I right. know. I'm, I'm trying to be restrained. The sensitive side of Mark Steiner here on the Mark Steiner show. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and let's get another caller here. Maybe on the way to break, we'll play that piece you brought, and you can explain it to us before we do. Which one? <laughs> Did you bring in a, 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 a something you from? Give me the long one from 1989, or right? Yes. A lot of tweeters. A lot. Of, oh, okay. Just think, then they're all sending you love. Oh, okay. So all these people have been tweeting in, and oh, tweet. Let me read their names. Valerie, just throw it in here. Um, and they see Lawrence Bernie, Paula, Steve Klepper, Steve Klepper, Doctor Amina, Theodore Bracy, uh, Lisa Snowden McRae, Jay Moore Living. Adara Ayira, oh man, who's been a guest on the show yes. so many times, yeah. and Gogajin. He's been listening to you since he was a teenager. Really? Wow. Wow, thank you. Thank you all so much. That's wild. You can hear the Robin go tweet, tweet, tweet. Yep. Well, that's, you got to be a certain age to remember that. Oh, I'm, they were tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Rockin' Robin, was, he was tweeting something different back then. Yes. <laughs> but if he was alive today, yes. he'd be tweeting... All kinds of new things. Yeah. <laughs> so Rock Robin was a DJ on WEBB. Yes, indeed. Uh, which was in Walbrook Junction. You could walk by the radio station and, and see them. And see them right there. They were right there. Wow. <laughs> so it was, it was, you know, when they had black stations and white stations. Well, <laughs> we still do. <laughs> that, when you think about it, right? We haven't come too far. <laughs> <have> we? <laughs> We've come full circle back to ourselves, apparently. <laughs> right. I mean, I often say this sometimes. The, the people say the churches. I think radio was probably also some of the most segregated parts of our society yeah, still, yeah, right? Amazing. And public radio was public still radio. part of it. Amazing. Yep. Along with the churches, like Dr. King said, on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. It's That's one of it. the most segregated places you can see. My youngest daughter, Maisie, who may be interning at a certain radio station someplace, <laughs> we were talking about it. Yes, it's a very white place. Yes, it is a very white place. <laughs> <laughs> So, 410-319-8888. Let's see, uh, where are we going next? Clarence. Clarence, how are you, brother? Good morning, Mark. How are you? Oh, I'm very, very blessed today and just being able to call into your show today and give you my thoughts. You will be missed. I know I will be missed. Between the hours of 10 and 12, I will miss you and the commentary that you have left the knowledge that you have given. Uh, there's two Clarences that call you. I'm the one that lives in New Freedom, Pennsylvania. Okay, uh -huh. right. There are two Clarences. Exactly right. There are two Clarences That's that call you. Right. Yes, yes. All righty. I get comments from church members every Sunday. <laughs> heard you on the radio. Love your comments. And people think that I'm very radical. I'm 68 <laughs> years old, being an African-American male. But we need people like you. We need more uh, knowledge like this on the radio, and again, I thank God for you mm. and your guest, and will miss you. I will have to go out and buy a computer <laughs> so yes. I'll be able to keep in touch with you and yours. Sending you Godspeed in your new venture, 
and uh, I will be listening and looking. Clarence, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I mean, words, the, the word thank you just doesn't seem to cover what mm. you've done. Wow. For this city and for all of the radio listeners. And like you were talking about WEBB. And yes. I grew up in Baltimore. I came to Baltimore from North Carolina in 1956. Mm. And it was the first time that I have ever went to school with white kids because I grew up in North Carolina. Where'd you, where'd, you go to, where'd you go to elementary school when you came? I went to Betsy Ross Elementary School over off of uh, Frederick Road, Millington Avenue. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a, yeah, right. That was a mixed uh-huh. area back then, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. it's like where it, it's up the street from the old, old West Side Shopping Center. That's right. I'm wow. well. I used to work in West Side Shopping Center. We had a program there called Baltimore Prep. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're a counseling program called wow. Baltimore Prep. Wave on Bellamy uh, and me and a bunch of others. Yep. I'm going to get off. All right. That's for other people. But thank you so much. And uh, you will be missed along with the city paper. Mm. Thank you, Clarence. All right. Have a blessed and wonderful new beginning. Thank you. Thank you Bye-bye. so much. Yes. I remember that. So, yeah, we did. But it was, uh, it was a, that, and that, you know who else worked at Baltimore Prep back then? Yeah. I just realized this because Avon was there. And obviously, Avon Bellamy, we're a dear friend. And, uh, wow. No, guess who one of the counselors was? Oh. Sheila Dixon. Really? This <laughs> <laughs> is back, way back yeah, in the day. She, oh, yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> West Side. That's I was right. going to say wow and leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> leave so it much there. to say. We're just going to leave it right there. Right there. <laughs> Not going to pick up on that no more. No more. <laughs> we might pick up the phone one more time before we go break. At least you want to say something, Doug? Well, maybe after the break we can start with that uh, piece I was talking about. Would that be okay? Yeah, we'll play a little bit of that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So four one zero three one nine eighty eight eighty. We got time for the call coming in before Let's we go, go to break. Let's go see who's been who's next in line here. Uh, next line is line two. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> no. I don't think line two is with us. All right. Is, Hello. Is Hi. Line two. Yes. yes. Good morning. Oh, I am so sorry. Um, I wanted to call and and say that I'm I'm deeply saddened um, by your show's departure and your departure from the airways, Mark. Um, I am I've learned so much from you and from your speakers, and I value you greatly. I haven't always been able to listen due to work, but um, I I did when I could. Um, I'm also profoundly worried about your not being on the air in this time. Um, and I just wanted to commend you for the grace with which you walk amongst so many different people. You set an enormous example for us, for, for everyone who listens to you, for this city. Um, I've referred to your show uh, in various places where I've worked and pointed to it as an example of tolerance and understanding history and understanding how the shifts in history follow us as people and how we need to be sensitive to that. Um, I, 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 you speak the truth, um, and you're gentle in your speaking of truth, and you, um, you, you take other people's opinions, even though you don't agree with them, and you, you give them the light of day, which is so um, profoundly different to where media has been, has been heading. And I, I worry about that. I worry about 
the fact I feel that I'm more and more compelled to go to things like Facebook and Twitter for actual news, for actual recapturing of history, for good, honest, fair conversations and debate. Because I see that as, as something that happens in places like Syria and Egypt, and it didn't go well for them. Also happened in Iran, and it didn't go well for them. I think the pattern of history that we're repeating doesn't bode well for us. And the more we forget it and are encouraged to forget it by people who want our news programs to be more entertainment than anything else, which by law they're not supposed to be, especially not on public airways. They so, owe us. No, I, I appreciate it deeply what everything you're saying. And I think that this is an important time, and that's why our voice is not going anywhere. We're going to continue work. I can't talk about everything that we plan to do because it hasn't come to fruition yet, but we're working on some very serious major ideas to keep a, a serious media presence in the city. Um, we're going to continue our work as well as podcasting. We're going to be doing other work uh, in this community. And I think, no, I think voices like the one, like, the, like our voice here on the Mark Steiner Show, are important given what we're facing both in Washington, D.C. And, mm. and the future of our city and more. So we're not going anywhere. And, and, and uh, um, you know, I've been... Um, I've been deeply involved in community and in this, and in, and in, and in uh, the struggles of this community and fighting for civil rights and fighting for, for everything since I was a wee lad of 13 years old. So at this age, I'm not stopping. You know, they're gonna have to carry me out. So, <laughs> so have no fear of that one. So we're gonna take a short break and come right back. Uh, Rick Vats has jumped in the studio. We'll hear from him, uh, Mr. Duggar. And Dr. Whitehead are going to hang out here. Hang out. And Doug has brought some music he wants to play. We'll play a little bit of that as well coming back and get back to the phones here. And when we get back from this break, we will be talking to, oh, wow, uh, Mark is a community activist and Hyde Thurman, who was a brother in the Young Patriots way back in the day in 1968 in Chicago. He's calling in from Alabama. All people calling in. Santa. Oh, she's calling in as well. Get to all these calls. Stay with oh. us. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. This is Mark Steiner right here on the Mark Steiner Show and our, our farewell last hour and a half to go here. Woo. Whew, that's wild. Uh, woo was from my old dear friend Milton Duggar. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Duggar. Listen, uh, Mark, I got a little something here for a few uh, let me moments. Just, okay. I want to hear that, too, but we have Kate Whitehead is remaining in the house. Here. She's not going anywhere. <laughs> friend, co-host, and we all, Rick Vats, a man from uh, other side of tracks is in the house as well. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm teasing you. Rick. No, I, that's fine. That's fine. That's that's what I'm proud of. Ideological tracks. I'm talking about. I, I understand. <laughs> I, <laughs> and Doug Colbert's in the house as well, uh, and um, so. We're going to get back to phone to you in just a second. So the next call up is Mark and Catalina Bird is called in. We're going to get to Cat's call here in just a second. Clarence, hi, Thurman. Phil Leaf is called in. Senator, we're going to get to your call, dear old friend as well. So, Do you need to go to those calls first? No, we can push you what, back what if did you, you want. We, we, if you push back any further, we may not get oh, it. Okay. <laughs> well, I was telling you that in 1989, Eric March came to me with an, an idea, a concept. He said he was tired of burying so many young people in Baltimore. Mm. So we, we did this project called Needlessly, Us Killing Us. And I thought I'd bring along an excerpt for you of that. He did it, he wrote this thing himself. And a buddy of mine, Robert Bell, put the oh, yeah. music to it. And uh, Do you sing it? No, no, I have nothing to do with this other okay. than being in on the production of it. Okay, so uh, it, it's a story of what happens every day i cannot believe that uh this was made in 1989 which is wild yes is it, and who's singing 
Well, the organization is called the March Funeral Home Choir. Mm. Okay. And it's a long story of who that is yeah, composed we, we, we'll of. Yeah, we'll do that. Right, so, right, right. so we better play a little of the, it, it, it takes the, right, well, the occurrence, and it has the mother's version, the father's version, and the daughter's version. Maybe we can do the mother and father's version. Of yeah, it. Okay. We'll do at least a couple minutes of this. And, okay. and it gives me an idea that we can do a podcast about this. It could be yeah. an interesting story from 89 to 2017 wow. and how the arc of this story is a sad story yes. about our community. So let's hear a little bit of this. Good. Get the door for me, honey. Okay, ma'am. Pardon me, young lady. Are your parents home? Mom, there's a policeman at the door. Can I help you, officer? Ma'am, do you have a son named Robert? Bobby? What's he done now? There's been a shooting. I'm sorry to tell you. Your son's been killed. Oh, Jesus! Mom, no! We need, no, we need you to no, come down to no, the morgue no. to identify. Bobby, I can't believe you died. This pain I feel that under us a little bit as we talk here so that was something you know it, it, it gave me an idea Milton just hearing that before we go back to the phones here is that it, it, it would be important I think as I said kind of create maybe a piece in one of our podcasts in the future yes. using this and using what's happened today with little Scooter who, who was killed and and hearing this kind of arc of the story like this because I think it's uh, it's one of those things that is is um, the deepest tragedies for, for me on this air for the last 24 years uh, has been the deaths in our community, the violence in our community. Uh, to me, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, we're not going to get into a debate about this today, but I mean that, it, that, the, that these hundreds of years of oppression and dislocation for people, how the poorest parts of the community, the black community here in our city, have been so isolated 
so dispossessed, so separated from the rest of society, and the pain goes inward, as does the violence. Yes, sir. You know, and we have to, that's something we have to put our hands around. I mean, it's, I've lost friends, friends of mine, who've lost family members. Um, uh, Sandy Mallory just walked to the glass, and I just went outside to talk to her for a moment, who I call the queen, of, the, 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 uh, the mother, the queen mother of the station. Yes. Um, you know, that she knows the song and she's experienced this stuff as well. And so many people have, too many of us have lost people that we love through this kind of violence that's taken place. And I think that's... So hopelessness. Uh, hopelessness. And we got to get, and we got to change that. Yeah. People have to have a kind of a hope coming back. And we can do that if we, if right. we invest in the city the right way, that can change, you know, um, which is why I don't think we need to lock up any more people with mandatory minimums and putting no. more people in jail. We need to put our arms around people and bring them in, not to push them away. And lock them up. Amen. You know, so that uh, people can be uh, can can be brought back. I always tell the I always tell the story of the Leonard, the Leonard Crow Dog story, which I told just the other day, uh, how uh, Native people had a very different way of dealing with death right. and murder. That uh, when Crow Dog's great grandfather killed this spotted eagle, the Americans wanted to put Crow Dog in jail. He took him to the Supreme Court. Crow Dog won a case in the Supreme Court actually, and and he was tried the Lakota way. And what he had to do, he was banned from the, from the community, but he had to support the family for the rest of his life. Right. And the next generation had to support the family. They had, so they, they, they pay a different way. Then, they, then they, his family, Crow people were let back in the community. So, I mean, there's a different way of us right. dealing with what we have to deal with. Anyway, so I just I won't go into all that right now. But 410 right. 319 And let me go to the phones. And I'll let Doug and Rick will get, get them in here in, this, in two seconds here. But let us go first to uh, Mark. We'll come to you. and then. But let's go to Catalina Burr, who called in. She said she was going to call around 1030. She's here. Cat, welcome. How are you doing? Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Catalina. Um. This was an interesting piece that you just played. I'd never heard that before, so I look forward to that podcast. The piece that Milton just played. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've never heard that before. That, that I, I want to hear the other perspective. But real quick, because I know there's a bunch of people that want to talk to you, I just want to thank you for all your years of support. As When I was running for office, you offered your platform to me, asked me real questions. You took my candidacy seriously. You've always taken my work seriously, and I appreciate you as a friend and as a mentor, but just for being genuinely in support of giving a platform to artists and outside ideas and voices, and and that is not going to be able to be replaced um, in the seat that you're sitting in. And I wanted you to know from the bottom of my heart that I appreciate you. Catalina, that means a great deal. And you've been a guest on the show for a long time and appreciate your voice on the show and uh, your commitment to this community. And again, Kat and I, you know, you, we've not always agreed going eye to eye, agreed on eye to eye on everything we've talked about, but but that doesn't make any difference because, I mean, you are a, a person who has a huge amount of passion and, and intelligence about what's happening in our community and, and want to see it a better place. Mm-hmm. And I've and our show has been better for having you on it. Thank you. I hear Rick over there saying, mm-hmm. People no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I, you know I like you personally. <laughs> you talking to me? <laughs> Is that the Robert De Niro line? <laughs> you talking to me? <laughs> you talking to me? <laughs> Catalina, thanks so much. And, uh, You're welcome. Uh, look forward to seeing you on our podcast. Absolutely. Love you, Mark. Love you too, baby. Thank you so much. So, uh, 
Well, before we go back to the phones here, so the other Clarence has called him. We want to get his call, and Mark, and Hi, and Phil, and Senator. We're going to come to your calls before the, uh, get to 11 o'clock. It's 20 of now. We're going to get to everybody. But you two walked in the studio. Let me let you. We'll have a yes. short say here. Rick Vats. Well, I, you know that we disagree about uh, how, to, how to solve violence in Baltimore. We talked about that uh, through some emails. But I really just want to say that, uh, you know, Mark, I've, I've been on your show off and on for, for decades. And, and I, you know, I, I've said this before, and I, I don't much like it when I get choked up, but I do get choked up on this. I, I think you're one of the finest people I've ever known. And uh, what you've done, what you've done with your life is just, you ought to feel so good about it. And you're also a fair man and a man with integrity. And integrity is my God term. I don't apply it to a lot of people. But you are a man of utter integrity, and, and I, I, I'm just a pleasure, and I'm honored to know you. Thank you, man. That means a lot. Mm-hmm. You, when they threw us out of the other place, you were stuck by us. It's the point you refused to go on the station. Right. 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 <laughs> Which meant a lot. That's, well, yes. I, uh, I, the personal means a lot to me, and uh, I... I've, I've shown that a Towson in a number of ways. There are a lot of people I don't get along with at Towson, but there are a lot of people I do get along with Towson. And uh, integrity is what it's all about. Yeah. Doug, Doug Colbert, this is a man who's been fighting to uh, bring justice to our bail ref- system for as long as I've known him. And we've had these conversations in the air dozens of times now. Well, and I echo what Rick has just said, Mark. Um, you know, it's... Um, it amazes me that you've been able to survive for 24 and a half years. <laughs> that, that's where I come from. With all the battles that you've had to fight to make sure uh, that this station remains on the air, uh, that people whose voices are heard remain folks that we are introduced to on your show, it's just been a remarkable run for you. I mean, it, I, I I appeared on your show the first time you, on June twenty fourth, nineteen ninety five. That's right. And I remember um, being nervous when I was first. I called you on the phone. I was new to Baltimore. Everyone said Steiner knows Baltimore. You've got to try to get on his show. So I was trying to make a good impression on you, you know. <laughs> um, and it took about. You know, 60 seconds before all of a sudden we connected. We connected because we had um, traveled a similar path. We knew some of the same people. And you immediately had me on. I remember telling you the story that I went into the Baltimore District Court. And I'm, I'm watching, and the memory is so vivid in my mind. I'm watching 25 people uh, coming into court, chained shackles handcuffed to each other you know and they're shuffling in there may have been two or three white folks among the the group of 25 and they're all appearing right in front of the one judge there 25 people and the judge is speaking to each the group and basically saying you have a right to speak but anything you say will be used against you so i caution you against speaking And, and one person spoke. He happened to be from New York, where I'm from. And he said, well, when am I going to get a lawyer? I don't have a lawyer. And he said, he said, up in New York, I get a lawyer at my first appearance. Well, you're in Baltimore now, son. And here you wait until you get your lawyer. You don't have a right to a lawyer. And I was, like, shocked that people's freedom's at stake. And they have to wait 
in Baltimore, they had to wait more than 30 days in jail before their lawyer appeared right. with mm -hmm. them. And I brought that to your show, and you were the first one that got it, Mark. And once you got it, all of a sudden the Sun started doing some reporting, and uh, other folks got involved, and we fought so many battles over the years. The bondsmen were always the ones against anything having to do with giving people a lawyer because the lawyer was bad for their business. And we fought in the legislature. We didn't get everything that we wanted there. We took a seven-and-a-half-year class action lawsuit, and you were there every step of the way. And I just want to thank you so much for giving voice to the people who really had no advocate, no media advocate, and you became the place where we could have debate on this show. I appreciate it, man, and, and, I, and, I, and we're going to continue that battle uh, until the day comes when we get rid of money bail, period, yep. in the city of Baltimore Amen. and the state of Maryland. Amen. <laughs> 410-31, thank you, man. 410-319-8888. Uh, holding on the longest here is Mark. You're on the air, line three. Yes, uh, good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, good morning. Uh, first, I uh, just want to say um, uh, shalom to you. And I, uh, I'm Mark from the uh, Parkhead's Jewish community, very much involved as community activist. I first want to say Mazel Tov on your 24-plus years of public service on the air, on the different stations. I... Occasionally, I do hear when I get a chance to listen to you sometimes, as my schedule permits. I think this is my first time calling you on this, for this particular station, so it's been a long time coming. I also want to tell you, um, I appreciate your activism in a lot of different places, and very diverse, whether it's at the, uh, the new uh, children, well, several years ago, the new Children's Arts Center on Pimica Road, as well as the uh, opening night of the new Red Amherst on North Avenue. Right. I remember that way back when. So I just want to say thank you so much. In Hebrew, we use the word Tadabba, which means thank you. And we'll look forward to only good things. I, I know you will be active and everything. And also, as sports, and i got to say, I have high hopes this year for the Ravens. So I just want to say go Ravens. So again, I want to wish you shalom. And <laughs> thank you. And your future endeavors. And, and maybe we'll even have... Special guest. Maybe we'll even have Colin Kaepernick. No. Hey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why not? And we'll take a knee oh, for okay. him. With him. Thank you, Mark. Oh. All right. <laughs> All right. People are coming in the studio. <laughs> well, here we are. <laughs> it's Don Moeller. Oh, wait a minute. Who did you bring with you? Who is that? <laughs> Come on in. Come on in. So, it. Walking into the studio is Kevin Kamenetz, who is the Baltimore County Executive, and I guess he, my old friend Don Mulder brought him in. <laughs> he brought himself. <laughs> well, Mark, I had to come in here and harass you on your last day because I'm now I'm now going to give uh, you a little taste of everything you've given me oh, over great. the years. Oh, no. <laughs> only only good things though, you know, Mark. Um, it's uh, it's been a pleasure to know you all these years, and I know uh, you know my brother well. And Roger, uh, yes, yes. Uh, retired professor at LSU, and I don't know. If, I know you're not retiring, but no. maybe one day you'll get a sense of what that's like too. <laughs> uh, my brother seems to be liking it. Um, Mark, I have to uh, offer you this opportunity to <clears throat> be embarrassed and uh, to recognize you for your years of public service. Uh, so I have something special that I want to read. It's a, uh, it's a proclamation recognizing for decades Mark Steiner has been a smart, 
compassionate voice on issues affecting our region and the world at large. Whereas Mark Siner has always been a fighter for social justice, innovative thinking, and civil society. Mark Steiner continues to create community connections and bring diverse voices to the table while offering his own unique insights and perspective. And whereas Mark Steiner is definitely not retiring, but simply embarking <laughs> on his next journey, now therefore I, Kevin Kamenitz, as County Executive of Baltimore County, do hereby proclaim July 31, 2017, as Mark Steiner Freedom of Speech Day in Baltimore <laughs> County. Thank you, Kevin. That means a lot. Thank you. And I want to know, are you going to be now calling in uh, on these shows? You never know. Because there's a time limit. You'll get cut off. We're going to keep rolling. And I'll tell you one thing, why this means a lot to me. Because, um, as you know, and most people who are political figures in our state know and city know, county know, that I'm never really easy on politicians. Because that's not my job. My job has always been to ask the questions that I think need to be asked. And you're one of the people who's been elected that has not shied away from coming on. And, you know, and I think that that means says a lot about you as well. So Well, I love the, I love the challenge and uh, I love the dialogue. So it's good. It keeps so, me sharp. So we have to ask you a question, Kevin. So are you announcing today? <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I am announcing that. This July 31st <laughs> is Mark Steiner Freedom of Speech Day. <laughs> All right. I'll let you get back to the program. Thanks, Kevin. Enjoy Thanks. your last hour. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> There's a lot here happening on the Mark Steiner Show. Freedom. <laughs> it's Freedom of Speech Day here on the Mark Steiner Show. So Mark is saying goodbye to everyone, but we have not gone off the air yet. No, not yet. Not Freedom of time. Speech Day. We, we got a ton of people calling in here. We're going to get to them. This is great. And, and uh, <laughs> Uh, and his right hand brought him in. I've known forever and ever and ever. So we've been great. friends for a long time. So anyway, that was great. That was great. So it is. It is. Cause I, I uh, you know, I don't give politicians an easy time in this show. <laughs> some, I'm going to tell a quick story about that. Then we'll go back to the phones here. Marsha Juice is also in the house. Hello. How and are you? I'm well. How are you? Oh, I don't know. It's a bittersweet day. It's, it's a bittersweet day. Bittersweet. bittersweet. Day. But I'm glad to see you sitting there. Thank you. Glad to see you sitting there. I'm glad you've been sitting there. Mm -hmm. You sitting there has made a lot of difference to a lot of people. Having you sit there and doing the deep dive, you have two hours per day, five days a week, and you have exposed more information. You've gathered more intellectuals to sit down and really look at issues that are impacting all of us. That's profound, Mark. Your body of work speaks for itself. I'm proud to be your friend. I'm proud to work with you. This show, I listen to all the time. I listen to you to get information. It's thought-provoking. It has given me information where I was looking at one thing one way, and because of some of the intellectuals and the people who are, you know, what is it, the um, folks who know subject matter experts, 
that I normally would not hear in my normal day. I can tune in here and hear them. I can change my mind or at least have a different perspective to think about, to consider. We all need to think. We don't think enough. This is a thought-provoking show. Mm -hmm. It has been. And it's for everybody. I don't care. We've heard all kinds of things. It's about your heart. And your heart is about the empowerment and the development and the love for this community and all of its people. Mm. I applaud you. I love you dearly. You will always, always be my friend. I will right. be. Thank you. Thank you, Marsha. Oh. That was very oh sweet. My. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Speech. Yeah. Was that a speech? Was that a speech? <laughs> Thank you. That was a toast. <laughs> that was a toast. <laughs> well, where's the liquor? Then what are you? <laughs> I need a I need a uh, mail back there. That's okay. As my one grandmother would say, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> five o'clock <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I like her. I like her. <laughs> I didn't uh, like that one too how much. How beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't want to set my mother off to live in a convent. <laughs> another story. That's another, another story, story for yeah. another day. Another day. <laughs> he can't speak. Yeah. He can't speak. <laughs> I was a little bit of a surprise that last time. Well, yeah. yeah. I can't get that story now. We have to go back to the phone. 410-319-8888. Let's see where we're going to go. Let's go to uh, line one. Clarence, the other one. The other Clarence. Hey, thank you, Mr. Steiner. Hey, Mr. You know, this is a, you know I always call you Mr. Steiner, but today I'm just going to say dude, you know. <laughs> hey, Mr. Steiner, very quickly, teachers have always been a, a, an important part in my life. Um, when I was the first black kid in Winston, the first and only black kid in Winston Elementary School back in the 60s, a guy by the name of Sidney Wicks took me under his wing because I was petrified, but he mm. got me through that. Um when a lie was told on me, the guy that came to my aid was Walter Amprey, and he took me under his Oh, that, yeah, Walter, right, right, yeah. right. Um, I mean, um, after that, Mr. Richardson down at Carver said, you're not going to make it through here. But Mr. Richardson actually took me out of Carver and took me down there and made me get my GED, okay? Um, after that, um, a gentleman, when I got in trouble, and I did three years in Jessup's, a gentleman let me sit in the back of a GED classroom for three years and do the examples out of a physics book because mm. I was helping the other kids. So by the time I got out of there, I had something. I think I started to really grow up, grow up when I started listening to you. That's all I can say. Parents. That's, mm. that's when I started to grow up. Mm. Thank you, Mr. S. Bye-bye. Parents, oh. thanks so much, man. And please stay in touch. I mean... If you're not on a mailing list, please go to steinershow.org and jump on our mailing list or go to the Mark Steiner Show Facebook page and like it so you and I can stay in touch. You've called the show a lot. You've always had some really, really bright, in-depth coaching things to say uh, and the questions you've asked. So I hope we, you do stay in touch. Uh, it's been good to have you on. I had no idea of your past wow. or your background until you uh, told mm -hmm. us today, mm -hmm. which, is the de which is the breadth and depth of the people who have always listened to this show the last 24 years, which is why it means so much. Right. I mean, it's really true. And the way you've impacted their lives as well. You never know how you're touching the lives of your listeners. So it's good to hear today. And I think it's important because, you know, we often, we often do not respect the intelligence, 
nor the meaning of lives of people, let's say, like Clarence who talked about being in Jessup for three years. Right. Some of the right. smartest men and women I've ever met, the kindest men and women I've ever met, have been people on the inside, locked away. It's so true, Mark. I mean, the people that I've met over the years as their lawyer, as their advocate, I mean, there but for fortune go you and I. You know, there are so many talented people. (laughs) Well, that's the whole thing is that people, you know, I asked my students the first day in in, in class, is there anyone here who's never committed a crime? And they look at me like, that's how you're beginning the class? Because I want them to understand that everyone in that room, with maybe a rare exception, commit crimes and have committed crimes. But they're not called recidivists. They're not called criminals. They got breaks. They Mm -hmm. had access to power. They had good lawyers. And that's where the equal justice system has got to work because there's so much talent, so much intelligence. So uh, do we have to take a break right now? Is that where we're going? We have one more caller? Yes? No? What? Tell me. Yes, yes. yes. 410-319-8888. <laughs> Just want to make sure. Uh, let's go to Senna. You're on the air. I have not talked to you in so long. Welcome. Hi. How are you doing? I'm all right. Good. Um, I don't have anything new to add. I mean, everyone has said basically what I was going to say. Thank you so much for your service and um, sticking to it over these 24 years because we know you've had some obstacles along the way. (laughs) 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 But you stuck to it. And um, I don't listen all the time, only when I'm off from work. You know how that goes. I know how that goes. And then when they change you from afternoon to morning, I was like, what? I'm never going to hear the show now. Um, But, you know, thank you for shedding light on topics and, you know, giving insight into things that really need to be discussed. And after all of these years, continuing to have these discussions, it's sad that after 24 years you still have to have these same conversations but yes. thank you for having these conversations and thank you for your wonderful guests thank you for all the work that you've done and you will continue to do and my love to the two of you and we need to see each other it's been much too long since we've spent time in broken bread sir and we love you <laughs> love you back and we'll talk to you later all right, all right. wonderful human being both of them are just uh, known them for a long time mm-hmm. we used to run the same political circles and uh, well, we'll do her whole story in the air because they don't have permission, but they're good, really good folks. You have to take a short break. We're going to come right back to the news break, and when we come back from this news break, folks, uh, other people are coming in, I know. And the Raquel, you're on the air. Hi, Thurman. Phil Leaf, we're getting to your call. And two guys I don't really know are on the calling in. One's named Doc Manning, and the other's Robert Shahid. I, we'll find out who they are when we get back. Stay with us. <laughs> Folks, welcome back. This is Mark Steiner. Good to have you with us here on this last, whoa, 55 minutes. I feel like I just did a race course or something. Uh, we are, and we have some incredible people in this house here that I'm about to introduce to you. Uh, sitting with me, of course, Kay is not going anywhere, right? I'm still here for the long haul. That's my girl. Hanging out. Mark introduces in the house. And my dear old friend, well, a young friend, actually. <laughs> I'm his old friend. <laughs> Denzel Mitchell's in the house. Good to see you, Dan. What's up, man? How are you? Glad you're here. Thank you. And uh, Annette March is in the house. Good to see you, Annette. Yes, great to see you and be here. And two brothers who um, mean a lot to me. We have done a lot of stuff together out in this community. Yes, we have. That's one voice right there. Clayton Guyton from the Road Street Community Center. Thank you. And Ray Cook from On Our Shoulders. There you go, bro. How you feeling? I'm good, man. Good to have you in the house. I'm glad to be here. So uh, it's, this is amazing that you all showed up for this. Let me just read these two things that came in, uh, and then I'm going to hit the phones here and then come back to our guests in the studio. So the Capanos, he's a professor here and his wife, 
they have just messaged me saying, the response that you, you're receiving today is a testament to the vision that uh, I, I and I, when we first asked you to join WEA nine years ago, uh, uh, La Fontaine and I, when we first asked you to join WEA nine years ago, um, you made WEA more relevant, you, empower, you empowered our community, you made Baltimore stronger. Your departure is a shocking reminder to us that we should never take anyone or anything for granted. I truly never envisioned tuning into W88.9 and not hearing your distinct voice and one-of-a-kind laughed. Brother Mark, continue your, the search for the truth because the book is right. Seek the truth and the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. The truth will set us free mm-hmm. from Rudy Capano and his wife. Thank you so much, Rudy. Wow. That means a lot. Right. Professor here at Morgan State University here in the school. And uh, Todd Yuri texted, just texted me in as well, um, pastor over here at Douglas Memorial Church. Congrats on a tremendous season of serving the information needs for those whose voices go ignored in the days of overt media dysfunction. Credible voices that need to speak to the needs of real people are needed more than ever. Keep speaking good, brother. Lunch soon. Yes, we'll have lunch soon. 410-319-8888. Let's go to, let's get a bunch of calls here in a row, then we'll come back to the the folks in the studio, okay? Um, Let's go to Raquel from Shock Trauma. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Raquel. Good morning. But I wish you well, okay? I really do. And I want to thank you for all the great conversations that you have had. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for your work at Shock Trauma. <laughs> Anytime. Come on down and visit us sometimes. We need volunteers. I'll be happy to come down. Okay. All thank right. you. Thank- have a good day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. And let's go to who's been holding on a long time. Let's do a long. Uh, Hi, Thurman, calling from Alabama. Hi, welcome. Mm. Wow. Hey, Mark, how are you, brother? How you doing? Wow. Okay, brother, it's good to hear from hear you. And uh, just ditto to all of your accolades and honors that you've gotten today, and very well deserved. And I just want to let you know that you certainly are a legend. You know, in the yes, you are. Yes, yes, you are. And and we appreciate you, mm-hmm. uh, but. You know, I wanted to to say that we met 49 years ago. Yeah, we did. And that was at the Poor People's Campaign Resurrection City in Washington. And now it's come full circle since you and I are going to be working on the new Poor People's Campaign. That's right. Resurrecting. Mm -hmm. So it just, everything comes in full circles here. Hmm. It does. uh, Also, uh, it's an honor that you've decided to join us with the Young Patriots and help us uh, as we go forward. Just wanted to say thank you, respect you, and appreciate you, brother. Thank you, brother. Appreciate the call a great deal, man. Really do. Let me say about make a quick story here. If you don't mind, do you? Then we'll jump into the studio and go back to the phones. So, hi, Thurman. There was a group in Chicago called the Young Patriots in the 60s. The Young Patriots were... The Appalachian, Appalachian white version, southern white version of the Black Panther Party. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had an alliance with the Black Panthers and uh, with the Young Lords, mm-hmm. uh, with the Brown Berets. And uh, these were young, some men in this group, young men and women in this group had been in the Klan and um, were now standing with the Panthers. Fighting for justice together. Wow. Mm. So High was one of the members of the Young Patriots back in the day. Wow. He's one of the last men, man standing on the Young Patriots. He's mm. recreated the Young Patriots in Alabama where he's moved back to. 
Mm. Uh, and so they asked me to join their board of directors of the Young Patriots. And, of course, I said, yes. You know, <laughs> so it does come full circle. These brothers really stood. They get, you know, and we organized all through Appalachia and in Chicago and other places to bring the poor, a poor white contingent to live in Resurrection City in the Poor People's Campaign. And what interesting about that was they, they flew the Dixie flag of Dixie <laughs> in the middle of Resurrection City. In the in in the white the poor white section of the of the camp, did anybody care? <laughs> no, <laughs> because people were in this struggle together. Right. I, I think this is a, one of the uh, testaments that makes me wonder about so many things about you and who you are. How do you find these people? No, this is real serious, Mark. Where, where do you find them? Who? Who I, I lived in in the Midwest. Who I never even heard of that, right? So well, you find all these really aberrant kind of of folks who are changing the world, and most of us don't know about that. And I just find it fascinating well, that you do. Well, for me, I know so we could, could, I'm going to turn to Clayton and, and Ray and, and, and bring Annette in here too, but but uh, and then go back to the phones. But um, for this particular story. Uh, I was a part of the Students for Democratic Society back in the mid-60s when I, in, you know, the, the, the student movement, the anti-war movement and more. And I, and I got along with everybody there, but I met the Young Patriots at their convention. And so we got to talking. And, you know, I'm a guy who grew up on a corner. That's right. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I met these white brothers who were <laughs> from, from the street corners of Chicago, I related to them more than I did some of the college kids because I understood exactly where they were coming from, right? right? With right. their leather jackets and with their cigarettes dangling out their mouth and <laughs> toothpick on the other side. I, I, I related to them immediately, and we just started hanging. And so I started hanging with them in Chicago more and sort of hanging with them in Resurrection City and doing the work that had to be done. Doug Youngblood, who is the son of uh, Peggy Terry, who Studs Terkel wrote about, um, you know, he was one of the leaders of it, and he was a guy who spent six years in, a, in an Alabama jail for manslaughter, mm. was a member of the Klan, and became this revolutionary hillbilly poet working with the Panthers. Mm. So I know mm. people can change. Wow. That's mm-hmm. right. That's people deep. can change. Mm-hmm. And Clayton, you and I met... About 20 years ago. On Rose Street. <laughs> on Rose Street. And uh, what happened was uh, myself and Mr. Elroy, Christopher, and others, we had started a Rose Street Community Center for after-school program and uh, at that time, the drug dealers didn't like it, so we got into a major conflict right. that actually put our life on the lines. And one day, Mark Shiner showed up, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, uh, you know, uh, there's some kind of way I can help y'all, so I'm going to put y'all on my show. And he put us on our show, on his show for, on a regular basis, and he turned us into heroes. <laughs> and so I'm did. saying, and I had to ask myself so for did. a period of time, why did Mark Steiner turn Mr. Elroy Christopher and Clayton Guyton into a hero. You know why he did that? To save our lives. Mm-hmm. Because we had death threats. And Mark was saying, look, I don't want nothing to happen to you. So by him turning us into heroes, it drew a lot of different people from different walks of life. One person he drew to us was Mr. Robert Emery. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. And so, and he's been with us ever since. So Mark has, by saving our lives, he saved many, many more lives. The Mm -hmm. guys don't even know at the seed of their life saving and life changing, one of the major players was Mr. Mark Steiner. 
And we went on. I went on to become a Robert Woods Fellow, uh, Open Society Institute Fellow, a, a, a Petrus Fellow, and you name it. And we met Melanie Styles, and we met uh, uh, the Afro, the guy that started the Afro, his granddaughter. And there's been many people that's been in our lives. And so how do you say thank you to somebody right. that made you a hero? That's right. Well, you are, and that make you into a hero, man. You all are heroes. We sat, we sat on the corner of Rose, on Rose Street, every night for many nights, from nine, nine o'clock at night to three o'clock in the morning, on folding chairs, yeah. facing down the drug gangs, yeah. not with weapons, but just the force of moral suasion. And young Absolutely. people would gather around us because they knew they were there, the men were there, and they felt protected and safe on that corner. That's right. And the prayer circles we had that took over the street. Mm. And I want to say from hundreds, Mark, thank you very much. Mm. And uh, we don't know how to turn the light out uh, on Mark Steiner. So we got to change the 100 watt bulb (laughs) and put it on 150 watt bulb. (laughs) So, Ray Cook, let me, me, should I go to the phones? That's what you're asking me to do. Let me me hit the phones and go to Ray Cook and we'll go to Annette, go to Denzel, and we are going to get to Doc Manning and to Robert Shaheed and Phil Leaf and Charles Robinson. We're going to get to all those calls at 410 319 8888, I promise you. Um, And uh, on line four is Congressman John Sarbanes. Hello. Hey, welcome. Mark. John. I'm calling in. I'm hoping you can put to bed a nasty rumor that this is your last show. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was a, a nasty rumor, but it is reality. <laughs> Man, we're going to miss you. Of course, you know that uh, you and I go way back, well before I was in Congress, just working on good stuff together. And I want to thank you for myself, but on behalf of a lot of constituents of mine who have so appreciated your your style, your candor, your speaking truth to power every single day, incredible work over an amazing yes. career. We really appreciate mm-hmm. what you've done. We're going to miss your voice on the radio. I know we're not going to miss you in the community because you're going to be doing awesome things, uh, but your voice is a powerful one, and it's meant a lot to the Maryland community, so I just really wanted to thank you for that. JP, that means a lot. I appreciate you calling in. I really do. It was good to yeah. hear your voice. And and the only thing is, you'll you'll be getting in trouble. We won't be able to keep as close to tabs on you because you won't be on the radio every day, but... You'll be doing something, what what John Lewis calls good trouble. You'll be getting into yeah. good trouble like you've done your whole career. So all the best, my friend. I'll see you around. Thank you so much. Wow. Appreciate that a lot. J.P., Congressman John Sarbanes, 3rd District. Good to have you on the show with us. I want to hit the phones here, but Ray, what do you want to say before you hit the phones? We'll turn to Annette. Well, first of all, I want to thank you, my brother, because, you know, me and you go back a long way. And I met Mark uh, years ago. I run the um, On Our Shoulders program off of Poplar Grove, that Poplar Grove uh, corridor up there. And you know that's a very violent area. And I used to be out there on the corners uh, pulling kids off. And I had a program where we fed them, clothed them, and I had all kind of trade because I believed in entrepreneurship. And um, I had so many kids and the stories that these kids have went through and what got me with Mark Steiner, man, I'm telling you, this brother, you know, he always checked up on me because I got an illness now, you know what I mean? But this brother always checked up on me. 
But this brother, man, when I would be in the hood, some of them little guys, man, they never heard a show. They were like, Mr. Ray, man, we heard you on that show last night. You know? And, man, is that a white guy on there? Right. I said, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's Mark, Jack. You know? And um, the word was getting by, man. So for some brothers, for some brothers, because you got to, man, I'm going to tell you, sometimes he can fool you with that. You know what I mean? Right. And um, But some of those brothers, man, has never, ever heard a radio show or heard somebody come out of the hood that has the potential of maybe becoming something in life. And we gave that to them, man. Your voice is so powerful, more than you will ever know. I learned some stuff when you told me about the housing project. Oh, last thing. week, right. Last week. And I, we still live in a society here in Maryland where it's like a concentration camp. Yeah, that, that story, that blew my mind. I mean, the fact, we, yes. what, what Ray was talking about is last week we had folks on, Annie Chambers and others from the Douglas Homes, and um, nobody was really reporting on this, but the housing department of Baltimore came out with um, these rules that if you live in Douglas Homes, public housing, you can't have a grill outside. You can't have a kiddie pool for your children outside. They won't put a playground in the place. They won't replace your screen door if the screen door is broken. Can't smoke in the house. You gotta smoke away from the house. Away from the project. Your own house. You know, so these information is vital, man, because people need a voice that no one is listening to. And when Mark provides that voice, it causes people to create action. This is my brother, man. I love him more dearly. He's been a great friend of mine. He hooked me and Clayton up. Me and Clayton been yes, together ever since. We've been on the front lines. He's West Baltimore. I'm East Baltimore. I mean, and um, uh, but we work together, man. We're gonna miss you, man. You know I me. Mean? We're gonna miss the voice. You know. Even sometime when you're not even saying nothing, just the tone to hear your voice. You know, oh, man, that's Mark. You know what I mean? That meant a lot, Mark. You know what I mean? Keep doing what you're doing, man. And I'm, I'm, you're somebody that's very dear to me. I don't want to lose it right now. But I had to be here to let people know. And as a result of you getting me on the show, I have put out at least 15 street people out here making a difference in the street. And they're making a tremendous difference. They got their own programs, uh, working. When you can pull a guy off the street who was uh, about to kill somebody and now has a family, raising a family and trying to save somebody else's life, that's a testament. And I want to thank you for that, man. Thank you, brother. Glad you're here. I mean, mm -hmm. that means a lot to me that you, I mean, you are, you are struggling with medical issues really hard right now, and the fact that you came in to the studio means a great deal. You got that. That means a lot. So before we go to Annette and to Dan, let me go to the phones here again at 410-319-8888. Uh, let's go to who's been on the longest here. Let me hold. we got Doc Manning. You're on the air. Doc. Hello, Mark. How you doing? All right, brother. How are you? Man, this is a, this is a tough one. Okay. Mm. Let me go with this. Um, this is not a compliment. This is truth based on facts. Okay. You judge, a person is judged by their work. The person who told me that was Dr. Acton Lynch. People of color in particular and humanity in general, the advancement of civilization, okay? The 
these are impressions based on facts. This is my impressions about these people. Dr. Akin Lynch, Richard Dell Bright, Imani Losi Lumumba, Haruka mm. Anu, and Mark Steiner. Mm. Okay. So that's that's the only thing I have to say. Uh, the work, you, you guys, you do the work. You know, you can't you can't deny that. You guess I couldn't say this is a compliment. It's just not. It's it's one of those things where you see the work that a person does. They come out of the woodwork somehow and they do it. Mm. That's what you've done. Okay. Mm. That's it. It's all done. Thank you, Doc. Wow. All right. Thank you, brother. Right. Doc Manning. You know why they call him Doc, right? Mm. They call him Doc because he was uh, a medic in Nam. Mm. And when oh, you were wow. numb, you know, and they and you got shot, they screamed for Doc, Doc, Doc. Mm. That's Doc Manning. All right. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. And besides, it's jazz show here on WEAA. <laughs> Man knows more about jazz than anybody on the dial. I think he's just his knowledge of jazz is just mind-boggling. Let's go to now line five, and then we'll come back to the studio. Phil Leaf, you're on the. I know who this is. Phil. Hi, Mark. I'm, I'm going to be real brief because I think everybody said all the great things for you. Uh, two things. Some of us are going to get two hours a day back for work. <laughs> we won't be mostly tasking. Uh, but, you know, we'll be able to pick it up on your podcast. But I think besides the, the information, people have alluded to this, but I just want to say explicitly, your laugh is amazing. Yes, and it, it really is. brightens up my day yes, and I think is. lots of people's day. Uh, to just be able to hear it. So looking forward to hearing it in person and on the podcast. Both. Mm. Thank you, brother. And Phil does amazing work in this community. He's, uh, whenever you go out to a community meeting. He's there. He's there. I mean, he's everywhere and Mm. has written so many grants and written, gotten so much money to people's programs in the city that have made a difference. That's right. He's a, he's a, you know, he's a, a, a warrior in his own right. He's done. Annette, what brings you here today? So, (laughs) I am just, I'm just hearing um, the wonderful accolades and and the work that you have done in this city. And just came personally to thank you on behalf of the March family and um, just for building our community, for being the voice for our community, for bringing the issues that are so real around violence um, and putting it in our faces Mm -hmm. and letting us resolve these problems and having that open discussion and uh, helping us to recognize some of the real deep issues within our communities. You've had a voice, you've been the catalyst Um, to help us recognize our strengths and Mm. our weaknesses. And I just want to say thank you, and I I hope that you will continue to be around and to be that voice that we need and to stimulate us to really look deep, deep into our our souls and our communities to solve these problems Mm. that there is still hope. Thank you. Thank you. Just needed to tell you that. And thank you for your work, too, in Roberta's house. Yes. I mean, you're doing the work that people who are suffering from the violence in our community and what you do to bring people together to kind of be able to work through that therapeutically. um, It's just, you're doing incredible work. Great work. Thank you. You could just sit back and enjoy yourself, you know, in the March family and in your work, and, 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 and but you don't. Mm-hmm. You're out there in the middle of it. Well, so. we all have a responsibility, we every do. last one of us, and we can't change our city or our communities or our world if we all sit back. 
Come on. Thank you. I'm glad you're here today. Let me go back to the phones. I just got a note here from my producer that uh, Amy Goodman's on the line. On so she's calling in too. Amy, welcome. Good to have you with us. Hi, Mark. Hi, it's Amy. Great to be with you, and I want to wish you the absolute very best. You, I think your name is very appropriate because you have made such a mark <laughs> on independent media and the conversation that's so critical to have every day. Well, Amy, that means a lot coming from you. I mean, you. Uh, You've, you've turned our world of progressive media into a whole different direction and, 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 and brought the world to us. And I'm so happy that we were, one of the first acts when we got here at WEAA and working with LaFontaine Oliver, who's then general manager, was bringing Democracy Now! to WEAA, so it has a home in Baltimore. Um, and that meant a lot to me to be able to do that because you are uh, one of the few people in radio. I, when I say, there, do I have any kind of hero sheroes in radio? Uh, it, it was Studs Turkle and Amy Goodman. Wow. <laughs> well, that means so much. And it, we're, yeah, we're very, very honored to be on on that same station that you've been on for so long. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you're so critical to everything that you've been doing is for people providing a forum for people to be able to speak for themselves. That's right. That's right. Amy, thank you so much for taking time. I know you're busy, busy, busy human being. I appreciate you calling in and uh, I'm glad you all have that extra connection now with Carla Wills now working with you. <laughs> yes, a... yes. And who we absolutely adore. She's yeah. amazing. Mm -hmm. Amy, so, Thanks so much, Mark, for everything, and uh, and I'm wishing you all the best because I know that you're going to keep doing fantastic things. We're not done yet. Thank you, sister. That means a lot. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Mm -hmm. uh, before we go to break, we got about two minutes, and we'll come back to you a little bit more, but Denzel, what are you doing <laughs> here, man? <laughs> uh, I, I, too, am drawn here by a nasty rumor that I had to come check on personally. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, this was the last uh, last show, um, so I you know I just wanted to come in, man, and say I love you, and appreciate you, um, and uh, you know I can't repeat all of what everyone else has said. I, I completely agree, but I really appreciate you uh, giving people like me a, a platform right. to uh, right. to be able to talk about my life's work, um, and you know. <laughs> You've done, you you meant a lot to me, man, you, and the work you've done, whether it's being as a so farmer right, or so as a right. teacher, and mm -hmm. so right. you know, and being the father that you are, right? Raising so these right. five incredible children that you've got, right. <laughs> you've been right there, man. I appreciate it. There you go, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you. It's all right. We can take a very short break and come back, oh, and when we do come back. Uh, we have Robert Shaheed on the line and Lawrence and Charles Robinson and Stanley Cowell and more. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. This is Mark Steiner. Let me thank all these people who tweeted in. I just saw a tweet from Baynard Woods. He's always hated our podcast. I don't know if much love and grim solidarity, but, <laughs> but I'm giving both to Mark Steiner today. Right. Thank you, brother. And a lot of tweets have come in. Uh, I know the names of Valerie just handed to me. Uh, homosexual overlord. <laughs> love that animal. Uh, <laughs> he said, please don't go. That's all he said. Just don't go. Please don't go. <laughs> please don't go. <laughs> Emil Volchek, Osei Can You See, PR Mike, Stacia Brown, Stacia, uh, Brandon Soderberg, Be More Ethical, Tua Manasi, nice. Tuya Manasi, Tuya Mansi, hope I got that right, uh, Jeremy Cox and Skatzenberg. Nice. Thank you all so much for tweeting in. So we go back to the phones real fast, is that all right with y'all? Let's go back to the phones. 410-319-8888, and uh, what's the name I, I, I know? Richard Chair's on the air. Richard! 
man, I tell you, it's nice to have your obit when you're still living. <laughs> I was ready to go, uh, you know, order a platter for your family. <laughs> Give I have never shiver. heard such accolades. Well wow. deserved. Well deserved. Everyone well deserved. But my goodness gracious, I'm here crying and planning, you know, to speak at your service. Right, right. And then you have the march people on. <laughs> <laughs> and they are, they are terrific, by the way, the March people. They are. They are. Over my years, you know, I've unfortunately covered hundreds of murders and children's deaths. And quite often, the March family, when, uh, when the families can't afford it, they have just taken care of things like they always do. But anyway, Mark. Yes. This is great news that you're leaving because... You'll be available to do scrub now. We don't have to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a. It's a terrible loss to radio, but it is, it is our gain that you can come back on the show. You know, because there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> Mark, what are you up to? Oh, this, this is just terrific. I'm sorry you're leaving the air. I am too, uh, but we are we're, we're not done. Our podcast, we have other projects we're going to crank up and. Uh, um, and then maybe it's time for me to come back on your show. Well, you'll be back by uh, before the end of August. So okay. that's not a problem. You're great. Your family's great. Your kids and your dad. We, I was with Ron Matz last night. He was talking about your father, who yes. was uh, uh, ear, nose, and throat. Fabulous man. Right. And look at you. You should have been a doctor. You're a doctor of words. Anyway, good luck to you. Thank you, brother. And I'm sure our paths will cross. They will. You know, Jewish paths often cross. <laughs> <laughs> and just remember, Mark, Jesus saves, Moses invests. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Richard. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, you mentioned my dad. My dad was a very special guy, too. He was, um, he actually was the doctor who, the first white doctor in Baltimore to integrate his waiting room. Wow. Mm. And then he was uh, <laughs> the, the the man who started Park Sausage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was his patient Harney Parks was his patient, and uh, Dad had just done something a procedure on him, and they were going to move him from his the operating room to the colored ward, and. Pop stood in the doorway. Nice. And he, my dad was a conservative too. He wasn't a, like a raging liberal or left winger. And he said, You're not moving my patient anywhere. He's staying in his own private room. Mm. And he forced the integration of his hospital that day. Mm. Wow. And only because he thought that's how you needed to treat humanity. That's right. right. Wow. What right. about politics, Sam? It was just how you treat people and who people are. Wow. Yeah, Papa's, Papa's all right. Papa's all right. Well, I got a note here. Trying to. Okay. So I got it. Let me just do. For, let me just do this real fast. I've been asked to hit this one call, and then Robert Shahid, you're coming in next. But Charles Robinson, you're on the air. Welcome. Hey, what's up, Mark? First and foremost, let me just say, you know, when I come on your show, I hate you. You hate me, and, that, <laughs> and you know, he'll tell you why. Yeah, go tell me why, Charles. It's real simple. It's better radio. It's just better radio. <laughs> and, and, and but the, but the uh, bottom line is is that uh, I've always loved your work, and you know that. And and I also want to thank you for my family and all the prayers that you gave to my wife when she was having some issues and when I had some issues. And it's uh, always been a pleasure to share a microphone with you, either on the air, or off the air, 
or uh, many conversations about things we feel passionately about. Uh, I know this is not the end of this process, and uh, I want the audience to know that wherever he is, you know he's going to cause some stir in some kind of way. That's just his nature. And, uh, you know, I know that we'll have many, many more conversations beyond what's going on now. But uh, I, I want to congratulate you, as many of the other folks have, for a uh, stellar period of time doing it in this medium. And, you know, there are many more mediums out there now than there were when we all started. So uh, congratulations. Thank you, brother. Good to hear from you. Right. Thank you. And why are you standing here, man? Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to miss you. Thank you, brother. Here. But I know you'll be around. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. You know, and you said something about your dad, and I thought about you worked with my dad. I did work with your dad. And then I worked with you. Right. That's just amazing <laughs> to me. It's just like the cycle of life. Yeah. You know, and um, I just want to say that that um, that and a couple of people have already said it already, but I want to reiterate the point of you being controversial. And things that you say just stir people up, which you are supposed to do. That's right. And it's supposed to make things happen. And it brings people, some people's names we can't mention on the air because they constantly call the station. <laughs> but, but it brings. she hasn't called today. Yeah. But it brings because there's too many other people calling. But it's uh, because it brings people out of the woodwork. And it makes people think. It makes people adjust. It makes them readjust. And this is what. I want to say this is what I enjoy about your show, and this is what real radio is. Mm. It, it makes you act. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to, and public radio is supposed to make you engage and not just entertain you and make you go away with waving your hands and feeling happy all the time. Yeah, You know, you may walk away feeling sad, mad, or whatever, but you're going to do something about it. Kim Chase, thank you, ma'am. Kim you Chase, our business manager here at WEAA. Good to have him in the house. I didn't know his dad. We did work together at Lothar's many years ago. I don't understand how people who looked that old could have been that young then. I might make, what is that about? 4103, what is that, Tucker? 410 410-319-8888 is the number. Let me get to a couple of calls in here. We'll come right back to our, everybody in-house. In uh, a a, a uh, brother host from Public Radio, WAMU, Kojo Namdi is on the line. Kojo. Mark, 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 Mark. <laughs> you know, first of all, like everyone else, I just want to say thanks. But I have been on the air in one way or another, radio or television, in Washington for 44 years. Now. Right. And I've always felt like I had a sidekick in Baltimore. <laughs> and that sidekick is Mark Steiner. Mm. I knew that whatever we were talking about here, all of the issues that confronted our local community here, that Mark Steiner was talking about mm. in Baltimore, because he brought and brings a single-minded dedication to offering the views of the people of Baltimore. And when I say the people of Baltimore, I mean the everyday people of Baltimore. Mark, one of the things people really don't understand about what we do because we are listed as talk show hosts, but what we mostly do is listen. Right. And you have been listening to the people of Baltimore for all of these decades. You hear the people of Baltimore, and the people of Baltimore expect a sympathetic ear right. when they come to your show, and you have right. been providing that for low these many decades. 
So they have been thanking you all morning. I want to thank you for being my sidekick in Baltimore for all of these years, to say how disappointed I am that you're not going to be my sidekick anymore, but on the other hand, to say how pleased I am because knowing you, you're going to continue doing this for a while. And there are people who are listening who may think that Mark Steiner and I are good friends and old buddies. We are not. We are not. Right? They just <laughs> happen to be people who have been doing the same thing right. in different cities <laughs> for a long time. And I respect you so much for it, Mark. Thank you so much. Coach, that means, a, you know how much that means to me to hear your voice on the radio doing this today. Uh, that means a great deal. And I've got a show coming up in like 20 minutes, right? Oh, yeah. Exactly <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> no, I have to take the time to do this, Mark. Thank you. It means a great deal. Thank you, brother. Good luck moving forward, brother. Thank you. Thank right. you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. And now, you know, our producer, Mark Henry, now is working for Coach Anomdi in D.C. at WAMU. So, uh, right in. Producers leave the show and end up doing really good things. Amazing. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, I feel good about that. I mean, you know, several NPR, the people are doing other works, video companies, production companies. So it's been a, it's been a real honor to work with the people I've worked with over the years as my producers here. I'd be really remiss if I didn't get to this call before we come back to the studios here. Uh, we're going to get to everybody there. Carla yeah. Wills has called in too, but Robert Shahid's been holding on. Give the drummer some. I'm going to, the drummer's on the air. <laughs> Come on, Robert. Robert. Mark, Mark Steiner, you are the voice of community personified. You, you, they don't make programs long enough for all of us to tell how much we appreciate and have learned from and benefit your show from your show, man. And I know there's a lot more people wanting to call, so I just want to say that uh, we look forward to what you do in the future. I know it's going to be great. You have the intellectual and the street creds by the way, that we won't talk about now. <laughs> I'm well aware of that certainly qualify you to, to survive the winds of change and move on triumphantly. So we wish you the best. I love you, brother. We appreciate you, and uh, the best to you always. Love you, bro. Thanks so much, Robert. All Robert's right. host here every morning here. Early, early morning, keeps people rolling during uh, their rush hour in the morning. And... Uh, He's also an incredible drummer. Oh, my Lord. Yes, indeed. Mm. Have you ever watched him drum? Yes. Mm. The way he, when you watch Robert Shaheed on the stage, he, you look in his eyes, his eyes shut, he goes off into another world, mm -hmm. and he's just in those drums. The brother really is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Besides being a good human being. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. So he has a story to tell. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Robert, thanks, brother. Um, and let's get another call in here and come back to the studio because there's so many people calling in. We're trying to get to everybody here. But uh, we just called his name, so I might as well put him on the air. Mark Gunnery. Hey. Hey, brother. How are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, sad to hear your last daily show, but I'm excited for what you've got coming up next. Yeah, we got a bunch of things coming up. So, And, and uh, how, are you enjoying your, how are you enjoying yourself at WAMU, working with Kojo? Oh, I love it. I know you do. Good over here, but you really set me up. I mean, I, I worked, I produced your show for five years, and it was amazing to work with you, and I miss you every day. And one of the things I really appreciated about you is like every single day you come out the gate ready to push the conversation forward about racial justice, the environment, the city, violence. And, you know, behind the scenes on the show, we were just, to make it happen every day every day I, I think that you know we, we really struggled with trying to have a 
set of ethics that, that was driving what we, what we did, but mm-hmm. also coming at it with journalistic integrity. And I think that that was something that, that you do on the air better than anybody else. Wow. Thank you, Mark. That means a lot. Yeah, and I just want to shout out Stephanie Mavronis, Cricket Arison, Bobby Marvin Holmes, Justin Levy, Monty Spence, Calvin Perry, everybody behind the scenes during my time who's making it happen with y'all. Those are great names you just yelled out. All the <laughs> incredible work. And people don't realize the work we do on this show, when, uh, you know, Mark Henry and, and when, when it's just Mark and Stephanie and then and the Mark and Imani, that, um, like Mark is working in a place now with Kojo. They have yeah. five, six people working on the show. They We had two producers mm-hmm. doing the work of five people. Wow. And they worked their tails off here. Yes. Tensions got high sometimes, but they were uh, amazing producers and yes. incredible human beings. I was lucky to be around people like Mark Henry and Stephanie and Imani and all the rest. Yeah, man. And now Calvin Perry across the glass has been keeping the fires lit here. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so thank you, Mark. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for your mentorship and friendship, too. Thank you, brother. We'll see you soon. All right. right, Bye. Anybody want to jump in the house here before we go back to the phones? I always want to keep it rolling. And we're going to podcast. Keep reminding people that you are leaving here, but you are not retiring. The Mark Steiner voice will live on in the world of podcasts. Steinershow.org. Join us there to continue the conversation. Put your email on the list so you know what's happening. And go to the Mark Steiner Show Facebook page. Uh, Hit the like button, and you will see everything that's going on in our world. And there will be more stories coming out of everybody in this room. Just about that we'll be working with doing different stories. I, we do that podcast with Milton, yeah, starting yeah. from 1990 here. My brother Ray and my yeah. brother Clayton, you know, yeah. we're going to be doing some stuff together. We're not done. No, no, <laughs> no. Okay. As a result, man, me and Clayton have been pushing through all of that downs and, and everything and yeah. all the words people give that they want to do this to help. And we know that this violence is a real bad issue on the street, and we are on the front lines. Don't have no question about it. You're talking to brothers who are really out there. But as a result of you making us meet, we are able to continue this work, man. And sometimes Clayton and myself feel like just throwing in the towel. But then we dig down into that spiritual deep wellness that Mm. we have, and it pulls it out of us, man. Mm -hmm. And then we think of the brothers that can get a voice out there like yours. You know what I mean? And we want to, man... I don't even have enough words to say that how much we're going to miss you. But the Blue Brothers uh, showed it just now with the tears and with the feelings, man, because that's how people feel about you. You're going to be truly missed, man. I don't care what nobody says. They can put 20 people in that chair. But what God has for you, man, and what he has in store for you in the future, Nobody can take that that away Mm. from you. That's right. And I want to share with the audience that I'm here, but I've been uh, uh, diagnosed with a terminal illness. Mm -hmm. But I know I had to be here for my brother because he's been here for me. That's right. Amen. And I wouldn't miss this for nothing in the world, man. And the devil tried everything in the world to make me not be here. Mm -hmm. But I had to see your face. I had to be in the place. And we're going to continue to do this work, man. And as a result of you, and I was so glad to see Valerie, you know, with all of your animals, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But we just want to thank you all, man. I thought I was in a zoo at one time. (laughs) Man, what the hell are you doing? I ain't got time for all of that. You know? But, man, I tell you, uh, we're going to miss you, brother. Thank you, man. We're going to miss you. Thank you. 
we're gonna be we're gonna be struggling together. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. We have a lot more to do. Yeah. All right. Let me hit the phones, and I think we have another old friend in line here. A lot of people calling in, so let me try to get as many as I can in. Carla Wills. Ah. <laughs> that was me, Carla. Mark Steiner. Carla Wills. <laughs> Mark Steiner. Oh, my gosh. What a morning. And listening to what everyone has to say about just one of the most incredible people on the planet is just warming my heart. Because now, I mean, I know everyone knows what I know about you is that, and what seems to me is like the common thread in all of these comments is just about your generosity. You have such a generous spirit in all that you do. You're giving to everyone, you know, whether it's your, your resources, your knowledge, your talent, your opening space and sharing space, inviting people in, the diverse voices. I mean, everyone, I mean, diversity. I mean, I can't even, that, that is such an overused word. But it's not even about that. It's about inclusion and, and really, like, what you do every day is, is just incredible on this show and all of your work and what you're going to be doing moving forward. It's just, this is bittersweet, but it's exciting because someone with as much talent and with as generous a spirit as you have, there is no way you're not going to do something incredible. Uh, very soon. So we're all going to be watching and, and waiting and be, you know, hoping to be included <laughs> in whatever you do next because it's going to be huge. I know it will be. Um, this is this is a tough day for, for yes. Baltimore. I know when, when, when I heard that City Paper was closing, when your show was ending, it was just, it, it really hit me hard that, you know, progressive media in Baltimore, it feels under attack. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, and, and I know their answers, I don't know what they are yet, but I feel, even though I'm not there in Baltimore every day anymore, I feel like we have to figure this out, and what do we do? And, and I know you are going to be a huge part of the solution uh, as, as to what we must do in Baltimore to make sure progressive media keeps moving forward, so... That's what I'm counting on you to do. You got it, Carla. <laughs> and looking forward to it. And I will be doing that. We have, we have plans. And I hope to be a part. Yeah, you better be. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have plans, and so I'm excited and looking forward to it, Mark. Congratulations on 24 years on daily radio, but so much more to come, I know. Thank you, Carla. See you, Thank you. See you there in New York or here see, soon. See you soon, very soon. Carla Wills, senior producer for Democracy Now, of course, was the backbone producing yes. in the station for yeah. a long fabulous. time. She was fabulous. Yep. So we uh, lost her there, but uh, to, uh, Democracy Now picked her up. They knew exactly what they were doing. Yes, yep. A couple quick calls in here before we close out with the folks inside the house here. 410-319-8888. Let's go to Stanley on the air. Stanley Cowell, line four. Hi, Stanley. Hello. Hey, Sylvia. You there? Okay, hello, yeah. Hey, Stanley. Stanley. How you doing? Good. Stan, who is this? This is Mark Steiner. <laughs> oh, hey, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> My representative, uh, Sylvia, she just handed me the phone. Listen, man, thanks so much for taking my call. Uh, everybody has said uh, everything that uh, I'm sure uh, 
I wanted to say, too. But I just wanted to tell you, man, you're a true champion of culture and intellect <laughs> and a compassionate member or activist in your, in your city. Uh, Sylvia and myself, my daughter, Sonny, who actually lives yes. in Baltimore. Yes, was on the show, uh, yes. We, ju- we just wish you well, man, and, and thank you so much. And we will follow you. Thank you, Stanley. We look forward to all getting together. Stanley, of course, one of the great jazz pianists of all time. Uh, hear his sounds here in WEAA uh, when other folks play them. And he's been on the show. And we do have some plot to do together. Stanley, thanks so much for calling, brother. It means a lot. Uh, all right. Yeah. Take care. Bye-bye. Let's go. Who has been holding on a long time here? Uh, Mama Lola, line six. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Hmm. I'm going fine. I had the call. I was hoping I'd be able to get in. You're in. I just wanted to share a little bit of something. Okay. I met you. I've been following you for years, but I met you when I worked down at the Public Justice Center. And I was going through some trials and some tribulations with my family. And I had to take go from one person to 13 people overnight, my grandchildren and my, oh, yes, right, my right. Uh, great-grandchildren. And you and the people at the Public Justice Center took up a donation of over $700 to make sure my grandchildren got a, had a beautiful Christmas. Mm. But also, the other part of my life was I met your, your wife. Her and I became very, 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 very good That's friends right. before, before you even married. <laughs> and, 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 yeah. Right. You know, I'm sorry I missed the wedding, but, you know. But the other part of it was Two things you did two years in a row. You invited me and my family, my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren, to your house. And the children used to love, remember the pole that went up and down? Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, and they had a ball with that. So you brought a lot of joy into a lot of people's ha- uh, homes, but you certainly, certainly did a great pleasure for me and my family mm. at the time when we needed you the most. So I just mm. want to say to you, sail on, brother. Make the best of whatever it is that, that's out there for you. And I'll be listening and watching and podcasting, whatever that is. <laughs> <'cause I'm> a, <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't one of them youngins, so I'm going to have to pick up on that, you know. But I will find out. Before the day is over, but it's been a beautiful show and a beautiful tribute, and I wish you the best. Thank you very much, Mama. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear your voice. And, and tell Susan I said hello. Valerie, I'll t- I will tell her. No. Yes. Okay, thank That's you. Not the one. <laughs> Four one zero three one nine eighty eight eighty. Do we have time for another couple of calls, or was I want to get back to the studio here? Let's see. Ryan, you're on the air. Ryan Dorsey, Councilman Dorsey. The inimitable. How are you, my friend? All right, brother. How are you? I'm so thankful to get this just a second here to say thanks so much for all your years of service to the Baltimore City community on our airwaves. Anybody can catch you is better off for having had the opportunity even once in their life, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank and, and, and and this you are part of this new batch of young people who have been elected city council that gives us all so much hope. 
Right, Man. Marcia? We've been watching yes. this. I mean, right. I'm serious. Right. Thank you for, for giving us a platform. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to share our platforms and to engage even with each other, because we don't always agree with one another, but giving us an opportunity to disagree with one another and, and work out ideas on the air, in public, um, for everybody's benefit. And thanks for, you know, thanks for having great people working for you behind the scenes yes. for all these years and the Center for Emerging Media and everything. Um, you know, I'm personally friends with Stephanie Mavronis and Mark Gunnery, and I just really want to thank you for, for, for helping to, to nurture people like Imani and just everybody that, that makes things happen there. Um, thanks for bringing up the next one, man. That is so incredibly important. Thank you, Ryan. I'm glad you got through. I'm glad you called in. Means Thanks, a lot. Mark. Take care. So, uh, folks, should anybody want to say anything? Folks, <laughs> I want to say something. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh. Why do you think I came in here? <laughs> hey, Mark, this is Mike Nice, Mike Middleton, Ops Manager here. Um, it's been a pleasure. It's been a privilege to actually work with you. There's so much I want to say, but everybody actually said everything um, as far as the insight, the knowledge, the wisdom you bring to the airwaves. We appreciate you much. Um, we're going to definitely miss you. Um, we're going to miss the Annapolis Summit. That's what, right. What are we doing with that? Hey, we got we to figure out. It's not going to die. We'll, we'll figure out another way to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> one of the great things that you bring to the airwaves here. Um, definitely going to be missed, brother. And our conversations that we always have uh, as you exit the building after your shows, I'm going to miss those definitely, man. So we got to sit down. We got to have that, that shot of. That shot of what? I'll let you pick it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. I can't talk about it. So, <laughs> but um, definitely going to miss you, bro. Thank you, bro. All right, thanks for everything you've done. You're the best. All Thank right, you, no, man. You're the best. <laughs> All right. We got about four minutes left here, so that's a little less, something like that. Three. Andre Melton, the man behind the glass. Andre Melton has been engineering the show for almost as long as you've been on the air. Yeah. And he was a student when he started doing this. So when some people say, you know, this, this, this station has always trained Students, yeah. always trained students, yeah, Mark. <laughs> right? Yeah. Always yes, trained yeah. students, and Andre was one of them. And he came in here, yeah. like not knowing what was going on, and uh, and he took, you know, he let me say what I needed to say. Mm -hmm. He's become really one of the best engineers I've worked with now mm -hmm. over the years. So he's Andre Melton. Mark. Mark Steiner, I have not said thank you yet. I want to say my friends are tweeting me saying, "When are you going to say thank you, Kay?" I don't like to say thank you because I'll start crying. But I will say that my life changed when Mark Steiner gave me the chair and let me co-host. So I just want to say thank you for that. Thank you for recognizing my work and for always being a supporter of what I do and how I do it. For loving my sons and for just being able to love people out loud. I just appreciate wow. thank that. Thank you, Kay. That's what I was trying and to say. I just couldn't get it all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the man who brought me to the station here is just. Calling from Florida. Let's get him on real quick. La Fontaine Oliver. La Fontaine. Hello, Mark. How are you? All right, man. How are you? I am doing wonderful, and I could not let uh, this day pass without calling in and uh, just saying congratulations to you for uh, almost 25 years of broadcasting excellence there in uh, in Baltimore. I, I miss you and all of the uh, uh, family there in the uh, Baltimore area, but uh, I continue to listen to the station and. Uh, Wishing you the best and the, the folks uh, at the Center for Emerging Media and uh, WEAA and the folks at Morgan the best, but uh, just certainly, certainly couldn't let today go by without uh, calling and giving the words of congratulations to you on uh, just an illustrious career. And I know that uh, this is not the end, so I'll be keeping my ear pinned yes. uh, to hear what's next coming from 
Mr. Mark Steiner. And LaFontaine, La I just want to say thank to you for bringing us to WEAA nine years ago. Yes. That yes. was amazing. Yes. And Absolutely. That, and this has become, this was really, is our home. I felt so comfortable here for these nine years. Loved and respected, mm-hmm. and uh, it meant a lot. Uh-oh. <laughs> Marcella Shapard, you're going to go past the clock now, brother. Yeah, okay. He's a program he, he can do what he wants to do. He <laughs> <laughs> programmed us in. I'm going to keep this short and sweet because folks have said so much today, and rightfully so. Um, Number one, you are the true definition of radical inclusion. That's right. You are my friend. All right. Thank you for your untired years of service. Mm. And I love you. Mm. That's it, my brother. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's it. Thank you. And I would just say before we go here. Doug, we got 10 seconds to so go ahead, brother. 10 Five seconds. seconds. I, I say goodbye. I just wanted to say to you that I was with Dr. Dubop yesterday, and he's not talking anymore. But when I told him you were going off the air, he shed a tear. Oh. Mm. Dr. Dubop. Yep. Mm. So I just want to thank everybody who walked in here today. Thank you, Mark. And uh, for being here with me in this last day on WEAA. And it's been a great run. These last nine years have meant so much to me. I mean, and I don't say this lightly. I've worked in lots of places. And the love and joy that existed for this nine years in these hallways with people here meant so much. I mean, it was not just welcoming. It was like embracing me and embracing um, and, 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 and making me feel like I was part of a family. Mm. And I am. And so um, we'll continue. Do you, you want to say something, Andre? Andre's going to jump in the mic here. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to say thank you, Andre Mark, Melton. for your, your mentorship, your, your friendship. Um, you have truly... Um, You've truly influenced me in radio. You've helped me grow, and um, you, you'll truly be missed, my man. Um, we'll stay in touch, and um, we will. Yeah, I'm, I miss you, man, for real. Thank you, thank you, Andre. Thank you. So I want to thank all of you. It's been a great uh, <clears throat> 24 years, and it's been an amazing nine years here at WEAA, and all the people in the house here. Uh, my dear friends, and Kay White is in the house, and Marshall Jews is in the house, and Denzel Mitch is in the house, and Clayton Guyton's in the house, Ray Cook's in the house, and uh, Doug is in the house, and my brother here, program director, Mustafa Jones is in the house. <laughs> Thank you, so we're going to all go out crying. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all. Listen, everybody, have a stay tuned to us. We're not done yet. Come to steinershow.org. Give us your email so we can continue our podcast and our relationship. We have a lot more work to do. We can do lots of stuff in this community. You can go to our Facebook page, The Mark Steiner Show, like it, and we will continue our dialogue. We have a lot going on. And I want to thank the people, by the way, who have gone to PayPal while we've been on the air and donated to the Center for Emerging Media while I've been on the air. That's been pretty cool, too. So, all right. So, Keep the struggle alive. We have a lot of work to do together to make this a world that's just for everybody to live in. And I'm going to be doing that to my last breath. Thank you all so much. Oh, thank you, Mark. You, thank you, Mark. Thank, thank you, Mark. Woo! Thank, thank you, Mark. Now we got cake. Cake! <laughs> cake! <laughs> all right. All things must end So much left to do Before the lights go on